What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Mongols Podcast, sponsored by Roughneck Scarves. I'm Mike. With me is Josh and Steve. The USL's back! Kind of. Ooh. We're going to share all of our thoughts <laughs> and get you reacquainted with this year's team. Let's go! Everything was just falling into place. Funky Azio cuts inside. With this Ron Bellardi. Oh, so Gentlemen, I'm really happy to talk to you. If for no other reason it dawned on me as soon as we got started, I don't think I have a social life outside of this show. Like, the fact that it was like, hey, how's it going? Like, thank goodness for soccer, man. Jeez. Ugh. How's it going? Josh, I, are you are you using that fancy new uh, computer that you built to, to record on here tonight? Yeah, hopefully everything works out. You can hear me okay, and I, I, I figure out how to save and and all that kind of stuff. So, uh, yeah, yeah. Hopefully I don't script the whole podcast because I'm using a brand new computer. So yeah, it'll be great if there's just silence when Josh is supposed to speak. <laughs> <laughs> Still posting the podcast. Right. Who cares? Yeah. Just fill in the gaps here. Just imagine Josh saying something witty at this point. Um, what compelled you to build a computer? Uh, quarantine. I mean, it's one of the things where you're like kind of stuck inside so much, and I'm like, you know, gaming sounds like something I haven't done in a long time. I should, like build a gaming computer and then all my other friends were doing the same thing so it was a little bit of peer pressure as well or at least uh, jealousy be like looking at them and them building like these like super computers essentially and i'm like i want to i want to play <laughs> so all right so let me ask you because i've never i've never really been a gaming pc kind of guy what games sort of compelled you to go with a gaming pc versus something like uh you know a standalone system uh, one is just like a lot of things. The platform matters. So like, if all your friends are playing on one platform and you're on a different platform, you can't play with them. So it doesn't really matter, uh, you know, the differences between the platforms. But one of the reasons why I actually did want a gaming computer, and I went with the one I went with, or like the build I went with, was because I have that Oculus Quest we talked about before, right. uh, the VR headset, and you can do VR gaming with a gaming computer and a headset. So now I can plug my Quest directly into my computer and play more games than what i could play just from the oculus quest store noise very nice yeah. steve what's new man oh not much just a lot of schoolwork. uh so despite only being like in like my second summer of grad school um out of three um <clears throat> dissertation lit review this summer so that's kicking my butt um <laughs> it's good but it is challenging uh the instructor that i have for that is rigorous so you know like i'm just like uh trying to do that and when i'm not doing that i'm uh yeah just kind of relaxing maybe replaying a little breath of the wild um uh nice. been watching a little bit of epl now that it's back um which has been a little bit nice to see some ball movement somewhere in the world um uh hiking and cycling that's yeah what else do you do in quarantine yeah that's pretty much it it's funny you you bring up the premier league because i was just saying that after all of this time again i think i mentioned on the last episode i was like i don't know if i'm depressed i'm not really depressed but i, I went through this thing where it was like what really matters anymore you know does soccer really matter and uh and i sat down and was sort of scrolling through youtube whatever and uh, there was some highlight. Um, it, it wasn't the specific highlight we're going to talk about, but there was some highlight of just some 
open field transition play, just passing the ball, and just part of me went, God, that's beautiful. Like I, I really, I really, I really do miss soccer. And Steve, it might have been you that was like, Oh, if you want to see an open field play, there, there's an American you need to make sure that you catch. Uh, which, which is a segue into, uh, you know, Christian Pulisic really just sort of running things at Chelsea at this point and uh, delivering the Premier League Championship to Liverpool. Like, what the heck? Yep. He went full villain. <laughs> you know, here's, here's the best the thing about it. Ever. Like, I've been a Chelsea fan for a long time. Um, and watching the Chelsea subreddit, like, just lose their minds and try to discredit Christian when he was signed. And now the tone, oh my gosh, this guy's going to have, like, going to be our only player to score in the double digits this season. This kid's amazing. Like, he's carrying the team on his back. It's been a lot of fun to watch. Liverpool, who cares? We all knew they were going to win eventually. Eh, Kev's not here, so we don't have to worry about it. Can we move on? Yeah, I mean, we we sort of teed it up because we were expecting Kev to be here. And he legit lost power and, like, video called us, like, two minutes ago and still doesn't have power. And if, you know, we had better technology, which is a weird thing to say in this day and age when everybody's zooming everybody else uh we would have had him on but unfortunately we can't so yeah i guess liverpool won moving on um so a couple things real quick before we get into hounds okay i I sort of warned the guys before this i'm gonna have a bit of a soapbox moment here um previously we've been uh we we've chosen to make the focus of the show purely about soccer because we've acknowledged when there are situations that we felt need to be acknowledged, but we also realize that most people come and listen to the show for more of an escape than anything else. Um, and I think that over the events of, you know, obviously the past few months, we referenced them the last time we had a show, which I think might've been a month ago. Um, things have gotten to the point where I think a lot of us have had the realization that if you have a platform and all of us are white males that are here right now. Um, I think we all sort of firmly stand together and, you know, are, are just vehemently against racism in any way, shape or form. And I think that we've all sort of felt that personally forever and just never wanted to really use the platform to say it, not because we didn't feel that way, but because we felt that it was more about soccer. And I think the realization is that considering who we are and acknowledging sort of our own white privilege, it's, it's become much more clear to me that if we're not saying something, we're actually actively part of the problem. So um, yes, we are, we are adamantly against racism. Yes. Black lives matter. And if you're treating anybody with any level of disrespect, regardless of how they look, it's just, it's just wrong. It's despicable. And like, it just cannot be tolerated. So, you know, we are firmly behind the entire Black Lives Matter movement. Um, We support everybody out there who for years and years and years have been, you know, treated unfairly purely because of how they look. Um, It's just, it's ridiculous. It's insane. And, uh, and hopefully, you know, you all sort of agree with us that it's just something that can't be tolerated, should not be tolerated. And that's just how it is. And, um, you know, we talked a little bit about using this show potentially to, to spread more of that message. And that's something we may do in the future, but, um, you know, wonderful people like Hugh Roberts, friend of ours, 
um, is, is using his platform to really spread that message. Highly recommend you go listen to Backyard Footy um, because it, this, is, this is where we're at. And part of me feels bad for not saying something sooner, but I do think that just over the past few months, like I said, this is how we've all sort of always felt and seen things, but wanted to try to keep the two things separate. But I think it's become clearer than day, you know, at this point that by not saying something, we were becoming part of the problem. And so we need to say something. And, and that's why at this point we're standing up and saying something. So yeah, definitely go check out Backyard Footy. It's, it's great because he's getting black players on to the show and having just talk about the meaning of the Black Lives Matter movement and like what uh, it the, what their life's been like and how the challenges they face. And it's just eye-opening because, you know, as Mike was saying, a couple white guys here that don't really have the insight that they have and just being able to listen to them and see what they have to say and kind of see things through their eyes. It's, it's eye-opening and it's also just enlightening. And uh, it's a, not a bad idea. So it, we could all use, you know... <laughs> more perspectives about everything so go check it out yeah for sure agreed yeah i i will never know what it's like to be a black man because i am white and so what we can do is listen and ask and do everything we can to spread the message and do all that we can to you know basically equal the playing field um, and, and Hugh has been an, an amazing advocate for all of that. So absolutely go check out his stuff. And, you know, there's, there's a lot of other voices that I'm sure that we're going to talk to here soon um, to help spread that message as well. So had to put that out there. The other thing is um, just, like, wear a damn mask, please. Like, I know that this is a very polarizing topic, <laughs> and people are on either side. I don't care about your politics. I don't care what you believe the effort it takes to wear a mask and what it ultimately can do for people. As we are seeing right now, I'm in Westmoreland County. Cases are exploding. Allegheny County cases are exploding. Like just wear a mask. Like it's, it's not hard. (laughs) Nobody thinks you look funny because everybody else is doing it. It's, I wear a mask to keep you safe from me. It's me trying to be a decent human being to you it has nothing to do with me being afraid of you so like just wear a mask please um because if you don't as the steel army sort of pointed out a lot of the steel army are that demographic that are going out and causing numbers to balloon and if numbers continue to balloon we may not be going to games this season so like if you're not going to do it for yourself and your other fellow human being, do it for the hounds. That's why we're here. Yes. yes. Come on. Wear a mask for the hounds. <laughs> okay. I feel like I need to go sit in the corner and just like. See, we could have used that as this year's sticker if we had known. <laughs> do it for the hounds or wear a mask. Wear a mask for, for the, the hounds. hounds. That's the other thing. We got it. We got this amazing batch of stickers, and if nobody's together in person, nobody's gonna see the stickers. Although I don't know, Justin, did you share the stickers with people in the Steel Army? I'm trying to remember if I, I've shown it to a couple people, but I don't think I've actually shared it with the whole Steel Army. I don't know if it was just in our Slack, our board member Slack, but. I have a couple things sitting here. We got some stickers. We got some buttons that we haven't oh, revealed yet. Oh. Yeah, yeah. We we got a lot of cool stuff that is just sitting and waiting for the season to start. And it's just uh, want to yeah. put a couple out on your porch and I'll just like. 
Look, <laughs> we might be able to arrange something. Listen, here's the thing. If you encounter someone that wants one that's not wearing a mask, <laughs> don't give them one. That's fine by me. No mask, fine by no me. button. That's right. No mask, no button. That's it. You can even put the button on the... Okay, we're going down. Anyway. <laughs> hey, guys. The, uh, the USL Championship is returning. I'm going to put returning in air quotes because we're going to talk all about this. Um, so the plan right now is that the league is supposed to return to play on July 11th. So let's run through the rules real quick, and then I want to get your guys' thoughts specifically on sort of the rules, sort of how everything shakes out. So let's tear through this. So the idea is it's going to be a 16-game regular season over the course of 13 weeks. Um, the, they're, they're planning on ending the season on the weekend of October 2nd, so sort of cramming everything in 13 weeks. 12 games against those in our group. So basically, rather than playing the entire Eastern Conference, we have a much smaller group that consists of five teams. We are in Group F, where we have Hartford, Loudoun, New York Red Bulls 2, and Philadelphia Union 2. Um, so that's our group. We will play each team in that group. Uh, what, I think... Uh, crap, I just lost it on my screen. Three times. Um, no, I'm sorry, four times against teams in a red... Three... I can't do math. Come on now. 12 games so, against those so, are groups. So three. Yeah, yeah, you're right. So three against yeah. each of the four teams... Yeah. Some groups will play four times against it because they've only got three other teams. Gotcha. So we will play each team so, in our group three times, and then with the remaining games, we will play other teams from our region that's not in our group. So, you know, you can imagine that could be the Louisvilles, the Indies, you know, whoever else. Um, but we don't know. Give me Birmingham. <laughs> well, that's exactly. So there's no word on who those other four games for us will be played against. Um, games that were played... Pl- Prior to the shutdown, still count, which doesn't impact us at all. So we, we're starting fresh here. Uh, the top two teams from each group move on to the playoffs. And then the plan, at least for right now, is for each team to play a balanced home and away schedule if they can. Now, if for local reasons the scheduled home team can't host, then who knows what's going to happen. We don't know. Um, one other set of rules, and then I'm going to toss it to you guys. First of all, they're going to allow five subs instead of three but you only have three opportunities to make subs. So the thought is one of those times or two of those times that you make subs, it's going to have to be multiple people if you want to use all five. And if you make any subs at halftime, that won't count towards your three opportunities. So in theory, if you use halftime, it's four opportunities, five subs. If your head isn't hurting yet, you're doing it wrong. Guys, there's lots (laughs) of unanswered questions here. Steve, give me your just like immediate thoughts about all of this. What are you thinking? It's something. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's fair. You know, it's not what I, you know, I, it's like, okay, like, like nothing was going to be optimal. So, you know, if this gets soccer happening, if it gives us a chance, whether it's in person, whether it's watching games on TV, um, gets us to watch the Hounds play this year, you know, it's better than nothing. Um, that being said, yeah, I think we're going to find some really interesting uh, occurrences with those sub rules where somebody's going to screw up and they're going to want to make a sub and it's going to cause a big controversy. I'm kind of hoping for that somewhere in the league just to like kind of see some drama. Um, you know, those four other games against people not in our group or teams not in our group, um, like it's interesting. We were having a little quick conversation when that news came out on the uh, Steel Army Discord and um like shoes pointed out like we don't even know like if it's going to be against like a specific 
closest teams, right? Like, is it going to be the two closest teams? It probably can't be. So we don't know what that looks like. Um, and like you said, the teams that have already played, like their games already account. So they're playing less. Uh, there are a couple other teams. I believe Hartford and Birmingham are the other teams that have not played. Don't quote me on that. I'm pretty I sure Hartford is. is not. Yeah, so yeah. they're in our group. And that's and good, though, because right. it would be kind of bad if the rest of the teams have played already more than we had. So right. I'm kind of glad there's a couple teams in our group that haven't played yet. Yeah, and so so who knows what that means. Does that mean, like, we play Hartford and Birmingham just to make up those games? I don't know. Uh, we just don't have any information, and I don't know that anybody has seen anything that tells us when we will have the next bit of information. Yeah, Could be tomorrow, could be next week no idea so it's just that unknown at this point that um yeah this is something yeah day of that's what we're gonna find out it's gonna be july 11th <laughs> and they're gonna be like okay today's the day we're gonna announce who you play today not the whole schedule just today and then <laughs> bring your clear bag, bring, bring your clear bags and uh we'll see yep. how <laughs> oh yeah there's no there's not gonna be fans allowed anywhere ever i got a feeling i mean obviously in some places there will be but i i am completely pessimistic about any fans in the stadium for at least for us it looks like we're like we haven't gone back to yellow but it feels like we've gone back to yellow so like meh i don't expect anything there um but yeah let's talk about the schedule for a second the fact that we don't have a schedule (laughs) and it's a week away is it a week it's it's almost a july 11th yeah it's next saturday yeah yeah so yeah yeah that's that's crazy that it's like two weeks away, uh, about two weeks. Uh, I think the Steel Army just had a tweak about like, do we expect it before or after July fourth? I'm firmly in after. Okay, you 4th take the over point. under July fourth, Steve. You think before yeah, or after? Yeah. Oh, there's no way we're no before then. I mean, there's a way. Like they could release it tomorrow. <laughs> let's be honest. They're not going. Okay, Josh. They're not going. I think there's no way. As okay. We're recording, so like we're all gonna look like fools, but that's fine. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And so that's that's just crazy that that it's taking so long and that we don't know yet. And it's just, I don't know. Like I'm, I'm excited to see the teams play and the the players. I know this is something for the players, especially like they need to play these games so they can get paid, so they can you know uh, have their livelihoods so i i'm i'm cool with this going forward i just don't i don't see this making money for the for the league or for the teams i don't think it's gonna even if they are allowed to have fans i don't think fans are going to show up in that big of numbers i think a lot of people are gonna be like mm, nah i'm good and plus they're not gonna be able to have full stadiums anyway so it's it's doubly so it's like you, you're you have so much working against you at this point that i i just don't expect it to be a fan-driven uh, attendance or anything like that um so they're just going to be playing to play and to you know scrounge up something for the season it, it's which is fine i was gonna say it's very interesting though because i think you know months ago josh it might have been you that brought up the point of like we said could the hounds theoretically could the usl theoretically play the season without fans and i think you mentioned that the usl is such a fan and ticket driven uh league especially with the size that it is that if you don't have fans how do you make money and so that is sort of the tightrope that i think that everybody's walking right now is yeah everybody wants to have a season but if you don't have fans there then how do the clubs and the league make money in order to pay the players 
who need to have a livelihood because in theory this will all pass at some point and you'll want to get back to some semblance of normalcy and you know i think what was it um the usl show recently did an interview and there was talk like some backroom talk of teams really it doesn't sound like teams really had a choice in this matter it was like we're going back and you're coming with us and if you choose not to that's fine but like you won't be welcome back to the championship anytime soon so Oof. yeah so this is yeah. a like we're we're moving forward and you're moving with us so it would it will be interesting this sort of I don't think the front office is going to give us much information about what's actually going on or how like things are going to be working with the books or whatever. Um, I think a lot of that, like you guys said, we're just going to sort of be waiting to hear and find out. It will be very interesting. I know when this all went down, the word was, you know, if you have tickets for games, those will still be honored for the same games. Well, we're not going to have the same games anymore. So, like, is that still the case? Um, yeah, like I had, I think all of us had tickets for the home opener, like, is that good for a week and a half from now? I don't know. <laughs> so we'll have to find out. Uh, yeah, and like that's if we're even allowed in the stadium, right. which I have my doubts. And let's say if it's like one third capacity or something like that, are there? I don't know what the season ticket numbers are. If if that accounts for all season ticket holders only, and at that point, do you only get in if you're a season ticket holder? Um, if it's less than that. Do they have a lottery for season ticket holders? Or, like, can anyone enter the lottery to see who can get in, who cannot get in? Like, these are questions that feel like we need answers to ASAP. Yeah. Um, but then again, I got a feeling it's probably off or not because it, I got a feeling that the state and the city are going to be like, no fans. Like, you can have 250 people within a stadium, and that's personnel and staff only. Yeah. So that, that's very well could be the case. Uh, another thing I want to talk about real fast, though, is going back to the new five substitutions, uh, which is actually an old rule that we used to have back in the day uh, before USL was USL Championship or USL when it was USL Pro. Uh, that's going to be interesting. I, I feel like that's going to be something that uh, coaches like Bob Lilly are going to be able to take advantage of because they're, they know that system. They, they've played in that system before. They know how to take advantage of that. But I do want to see at least one coach do a hockey style five substitutions, seventieth <laughs> minute. Everyone just runs off the field. And they have all these new players run on the field. It's like, all right, let's go. <laughs> Line change, go. <laughs> yeah. I, I have I have one other thought, kind of on that topic of like, you're coming with us. Um, more on the player side, like, so I look at like the roster that the Hounds have and got a nice core of veterans guys that have been in the league for a few years at least if not towards i mean two-thirds or more into their careers and then we've got a lot of guys this is their first season playing um and this is by no means a usl issue um but for those young players like if you're established in your career i think you're a lot better off but if you're a young player trying to get level with this type of competition does this put your development back and what does that do to your ability to remain relevant in the league or other leagues long-term, right? Like, I, I don't know the answer to that, but it's just something I keep thinking about. Like, like, is this gonna be something, not that it's even a soccer issue, right? Like, I mean, right. this is impacting people's careers in all sorts of different fields, but I think specifically because we are Riverhounds podcast, how does this affect our young players and their career development and trajectory? I don't know the answer, but it'll be interesting to play, see that play out. Yeah, I mean, more on that point. So, like, unlike other sports, pro sports, 
uh, specifically with soccer and second division soccer, it's not like these guys are making a lot of money. And a situation like this could be the difference between a player deciding to stick with soccer or deciding to go into college and pursue a, a career in accounting or whatever else they're, they're taking. Um, I, it is like a lost year for a lot of these players. And for some who are sticking it out, that's fine. They're going to, I feel like they're going to bounce back. Everyone has the same situation. It's not like it's just hitting them or just hitting this team. Um, so I, I don't feel like it's going to have a huge effect on player development as a whole compared to everyone else in the world for that matter, not just in America. Uh, but I do wonder if there's going to be some players who don't go pro because they're just like, you know what? I, I can't, like, I can't not get paid for this amount of time or like, mm-hmm. it's so unsure about what's going to be happening in the pro sports that I might as well just, you know, put my head in a book and do something where I can work from home <laughs> and I know I'll have a job. Yeah. Yeah. We talked to Mark Lindstrom a few weeks ago, and uh, he had mentioned how a couple of the guys that uh, sort of stayed in Pittsburgh rather than going home, you know, he specifically mentioned Kenny. Um, it's great that they're still getting out there and playing, but again, it's you need, like, game time minutes, and, and that's what we're missing. And I, it will be interesting over the next, you know, four to five years to sort of look back on this period and, you know, see if there is, like, a, a almost, I don't want to say, like, a talent gap but how important missing, in theory, like a season could be. Because let's face it, even if they do 16 games, um, sort of a condensed season, you're missing a big chunk of that time. And there's going to be time mm-hmm. that these teams need to ramp back up again. Like the Hounds never even played a game this season. But you got to rant, you got to get a few games under your belt to ramp up for us to even learn, like, you know, who are the real Hounds? That's typically like six seven eight games at that point we're halfway through the season like we're not going to have any idea of what this team actually is so yeah yeah and i mean and if you look at some of these players i mean first week of the season right like ooh, boom six eight week injury right yeah there's half of the available season right like so there's all sorts of ways this can play out for players it's just like i said a thought i've had and it's yeah it'll be interesting to see what happens long term yeah yeah, with no time for breathing in this season, mm-hmm. it's going to have situations like last year. We saw like Velarde only get a couple games here or there. In this situation, he would get no games because there's like just no space. And those those bench players aren't going to have an opportunity to come off and make a difference and kind of the shine if there's mm-hmm. a condensed season. So, yeah, it's going to be interesting. I, I just think it's, it's almost like this season's a wash. And at this point, this is just kind of a little bit of a I don't want to say like a dog and pony show but it does feel kind of like a hey we're just going to give you guys something to watch that way we can put this on the books as a season uh, for legal reasons financial reasons player unions all that kind of stuff it's just they had to do something uh, just to have the season established and happen for all those reasons yeah it's almost like an off-season tournament I mean it may end up actually being that at some point i mean if you start shortening the season and then all of a sudden the top two teams make the playoffs yeah that'll be very interesting um i guess one other one other point real quick just to sort of frame where we are in this moment it is currently june 29th and there was just word that allegheny county is now banning uh all alcohol sales um basically from bars and restaurants which i'm assuming would impact highmark stadium as well but just sort of keep that in mind as we keep talking about, you know, fans going and like you start taking some of the concession sales away, too. And like, you know, Tuffy has said you make all your money in the first 15 minutes before a game and at halftime. And like if you don't have that, like the, the team's going to be hurting. So, um, 
yeah, it'll be very interesting to see how this shakes out. Uh, unrelated question. How much are plastic flasks? <laughs> <laughs> just unrelated. Just just popped in my head. Do they I need to be know. clear? Would like to take I mean, in or? I think that the whole point is they don't know about oh, it. So right, I don't right, think it matters right, yeah. the clear. That's fair. <laughs> like, like plastic as opposed to metal, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because there's metal yeah, detectors. Yeah, duh. Yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> what? Unrelated. Huh? <laughs> we'll scrub this part out. No one over here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, never mind. Yeah, never wait, mind. What? Don't worry about it. Well, I. To, to that point as well, not just alcohol, but I, I just don't see how you can sell food at Highmark with the current setup. Like, there's no way you can form lines that are socially distanced properly for a concession stand in that stadium. Like, I, I, so even if we are there, I don't expect to see many people trying to get food if it's even available. Um, and I certainly won't. Yeah. yeah. Look, I don't want to go down this rabbit hole. But in reality, it will be very interesting to see how stadiums and teams adapt for basically kickoff 2021. Because in reality, we could be in a very similar situation and you just sort of have to adapt in terms of like, you know, Steve, like you said, like food sales, um, just sort of bathrooms, concessions, all of that. I mean... You look at Louisville, who built this amazing brand new stadium, and it's like they might have to go back and be like, well, crap, like, got to change that, got to change this, and that's just, that's the new reality we live in, so. I got it. Picnic at Highmark. So they have no food, no concessions. They say bring your own food. No alcohol allowed, because whatever. They probably can't have alcohol on the premise if you bring it yourself. But still, picnic at Highmark, that makes it say they don't have to have any of the concessions open. At least they get gate sales at that point. And everyone is social distanced in the stands by having certain spots where you're allowed to stand or sit or whatever in the stands. There you go. Yep. There you go, Tuffy. Josh just solved it for you. So <laughs> Solved it. That's right. Just put his name on the scoreboard at halftime and he'll be happy. It's fine. <laughs> um... Guys, I guess a couple of other things here, um, sort of moving past sort of the setup of the league. Because, again, yes, the USL sort of laid this all out. They had, like, a whole trickle-down multi-day reveal to tell us a whole lot of meh. Um, so we still don't know. Uh, I'll be very interested to see when we do know. I'm, I'm with you guys. I think I'm taking the over on July 4th as to when we actually see the schedule. But we'll see. Um, one other thing the Hounds announced that they are bumping their Hall of Fame voting for 2020 to 2021. So um, same nominees, same all of that, as far as I know. It'll just be bumped a year. Um, one thing that I found myself sort of thinking back through, you know, as much as we sort of cover the Hounds, I went, who, who's actually on this team still? Like, who did we bring in? Because <laughs> there's a lot of new guys. And so, like, you're, 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 you know, you always think of, like, the Kennys and the Tommy V's and, like, but there's a lot of new guys here. So, um, just real quick, I, I sort of went out and I, I looked at the roster and I actually, beyond that, have done zero research. I could have just listened to one of our old episodes where we predicted this, but I'm just going to go out. I'm going to throw out a roster and you guys tell me if you think that that's about right or if there's any players that you've seen or you've read about that you think will sort of slot into a position that I haven't mentioned. Or if there's somebody, you know, with this whole five substitute rule that you're really looking forward to seeing maybe come off the bench and do something. Um, so I sort of have it lined up as a really kind of like a 4-4-2. I got Tomas Gomez in goal, Ryan James, Skylar Thomas, 
Tony Walls and Jordan Dover on defense. I got in midfield Tommy V sort of as a holding-ish midfield, which that's a very interesting conversation, the Tony Walls-Tommy V situation, because I feel like they're very similar-ish players and can play multiple spots. And when the season was starting, Tommy V had picked up an injury, so we were only seeing Tony Walls, but having them both on the field could be very interesting. Um, and then you have Kenny, uh, Anthony Velarde, and Robbie Mertz in mid. And then up top, I got Duba, which is Dos Santos, and I got Rapapa Mensa up top as well, which went last time, I shouldn't say last time we talked, last time we saw, like the last, one of the last preseason games that we had was really his first like real minutes with the team. So he, there was definitely some adjustment and you really couldn't get a good sense of how much he could contribute. But, you know, from what we had seen from his time in Nashville and from what you read about this guy, like I don't think there's any way that you keep him off the field in any uh, uh, substantial amount. So that's that's what I'm predicting for whenever we have a game, whenever that happens. What do you guys do you guys think that that's the starting lineup or is there anybody else that you think slots into any of those positions? Steve, what do you think? So I'm not convinced that we will see that Tommy V, Tony Walls issue like you're talking about because I'm not convinced that Tony Walls is going to be playing as a center back. Um, I could see us doing more of a five at the back again like we've done at some points with Skylar Thomas, Tommy V, and one of those other new signings like uh, Dakota Barnathan or Hunter Ashworth or Bunk Anderson as the other one. Um, which gives Tony Walls the opportunity to play a little farther forward in midfield, which we know he can do. Um, and then having Ryan and Jordan as those, those wide players. And so you've got a lot of interchange then between Tommy, Tony, and Ryan, all being able to switch positions uh, and kind of like change things out. But I also think you're missing the opportunity to put Asani in there. Uh, and I don't know where he fits, but it's like, I mean, a guy that Bob seemed real anxious to sign pretty quickly and looked like he had a lot of talent in preseason. I don't know where he fits in that lineup. Maybe he's starting and Velarde is not. As much as I like Anthony, like, like is he at that same level where he's that starter? So I think I would not be surprised to see that kind of like five at the back or like a three, five, two kind of set up with, with wing backs because we've got so many players that can play those wing back positions with uh, with Tony, with Ryan, with Jordan, with Julio Lasani, that it's hard to get all those guys on the field at once since that's one way that you can do that. Yeah. Josh, what do you think? The shout out for uh, Asani is a pretty good one. I, I kind of forgot all about him until just now. And I was like, oh, oh yeah, that's right. That was a big signing. <laughs> That seemed important. I'm also seeing a lack of the legend that is Mark Forrest on your starting lineup. But you know what? I'm just going to let it go. I, I get the disrespect, you know, but whatever. Um, but, yeah, other than that, <laughs> I think it it, it kind of sounds like it's going to be what we see. But at the same time, with the the truncated season and the condensed games and how we're going to have a lot of games back-to-back-to-back, to back to back, I got a feeling this is going to be a good time for a lot of the bench players to get a lot of minutes we might see a situation where, you know, a lot of guys who 
I know we just talked about it earlier about how some of these deaf players aren't going to see the light of day, but now I'm thinking about it. The games are so compact that we might have to have the depth play more often than not. Um, you might even get a situation where you see like a, a weekend team versus a weekday team uh, with uh, significant changes per. So we'll see how that goes. But I, I do think the players are going to get, you know, a couple games each. And we're going to see the, the full depth of this team uh, showcase this season. It'll be very interesting because I wasn't, I wasn't really thinking about this until, Steve, there was something that you had mentioned um, with going five at the back. And I don't want to say traditionally because really Bob's only been here for two seasons now. And I think the first season we were like, well, he was really, really defensive early on and then seemed to open up. Last season, it was a little bit of that. Excuse me, but not entirely. But when you've only got a 16-game season and games are compact, you've got to imagine that Bob's going to come out and most likely say, let's shut it down in the back. And now you got five subs. So you start thinking, okay, where might he use those subs? And I think you guys are sort of both spot on that you sort of utilize the speed at the outside backs. You get somebody up top that's just going to run for... 60 70 minutes and then you put in some fresh legs and that still gives you two other subs so i think we are going to see a lot of you know like you said asane i think lucas fernandez is another Mm -hmm. rookie that they were really big on early on in the season that could see some time you've got a lot of room in the back where like you guys said you know you could start bumping some players in and pushing guys forward i don't see a situation where okay like if you had to pick five guys that you have zero doubt are going to be on the field to start. I would, I would guess Kenny, Robbie, uh, Jordan, uh, Ryan James, and maybe Gomez as my five. Cause I think depending upon the situation, you could, I don't know. What do you think of that five? Tell me where I'm wrong there. I find it hard not to see Tommy V on the field if he's healthy. Like mm-hmm. I, the way he's played in the past and just the pedigree he has now at this point, I feel like if he's healthy, you play him. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, and, and I, I put, I mean, at least to start, like as often as possible, Duba's in there. Um, Gomez for me is like, I mean, we've got if if we've got a Bob Lilly defense, is Gomez the guy that I'm putting in that list? No, is he the most likely starter? Maybe. Um, the bigger question for me is does Bob Lilly sign three keepers at the beginning of the season if he knows he's only got 16 games or does he use that other spot for something else we'll never know the answer to that but it's like it's one of those things it's like I just don't see you getting three keepers time in 16 games so um, I expect to see Gomez and uh, Mumbia a lot um, and I think Vitello's out the other guy uh, that I think we'll see quite a bit of is um Danny Griffin as well, another guy with speed and some good footwork uh, with with the ball at his feet. Um, so yeah, like I don't know, like it's so hard to tell. I think we're just going to see a lot of players getting a lot of times, and I think I will be stunned if Bob is not using those five subs just because of the condensed season. And he's got players that I think he felt really good about based on his interviews just before the season was originally supposed to start. Yeah. 
I, I think that's probably going to be one of the most challenging things is there was so much excitement around this team to start the season. It felt like all of the signings were just like, yeah, 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 that's, um, yeah, that's like spot on. That's great. And to have sort of a condensed season where guys may not get the opportunity to flourish in the way that they would over the course of a full season is a bit sad. Um, but again, we're just going to have to sort of wait and see. This is going to be a bit, you know, I think run and gun crazy town and just sort of see what happens, which might make for some exciting games if you like watching them on ESPN Plus, but we'll see. Who knows? Um, guys, any other thoughts on just sort of the lineup or any of the players? Uh, anybody that we didn't mention that you want to name drop here before? I have one other question I, I want to hit you guys with. All right, then I'm, I'm going to save what I have to say until your one other question because it, it's non-topic. Okay, so. all right. I, I just want to say R.I.P. Watch parties. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Maybe we can do, like, Zoom watch parties. I'm not promising that because that sounds like it could also be terrible, but uh, it, it might be a thing. There is. Zoom Bama Hounds watch party. <laughs> yeah. We were, we were tossing around the idea. So there's this new app, and I can't remember what the name of the app is now, but um, basically it allows you to watch games in real time and then, like, live stream commentate. So, like, one of my big things is that if you're not able to be at the game, like, the Hounds aren't on the radio. You can't you're either watching the game or you're at the game and that's pretty much it. Um, and there've been a couple times that I've been driving and like, I'll try to pull the game up on my phone just so I can listen to it. And like, even at that it's, it's crappy. But anyway, there's an app where like anybody can sort of watch a game and live commentate it. And I know that now you could do it with multiple people. So we were like tossed around the idea of like, obviously we don't want to like step on Geica. Geica like crushes it for home games, but for away games, if you get into a situation where like you have some terrible announcers, like we know there are out there, it might be fun just to like sort of sit down and watch a game and live commentate it and just like have fun with it. I don't know how many people you could have doing that at the same time, but that could be like a fun little opportunity just to sort of watch a game with, even if it's like four or five other people just hang out and watch the game together. So we'll, we can look into that for sure. Um, greatest train wreck we could do. It's a great. <laughs> I didn't say it would be good. I just said like it's something we could do. Greatest train wreck we could do. Uh, or what we could do is just pay like maybe like we buy a six pack every week for Geica just to do it for a yeah week. exactly. <laughs> Matt Geica, if you're listening, what do you like as a six pack? <laughs> um. So my question was going to be this. We we. I sort of jumped past the other teams in our group really quickly, but we are in group F. And as I mentioned, we are in group F along with Hartford, Loudon, Red Bulls two and Philadelphia union two. We will play a total of 12 games against those four teams. I'm going to set the over under at 26 points against those four teams are you taking the over or the under i feel like steve's reaching for a calculator right now to figure out how many wins if it was all wins it'd be 36 points so 36 over. points. so you're taking over 26 top of the not table because it's not table top of the group that's what we're going for here we we're gonna crush this group and that will dovetail into my question after this after steve gives his opinion. yeah i mean i think i think we can at a baseline, win twice against any of these teams uh, 
each of these teams, right? Like, pick up all three games against some of them, and if we get a couple ties and a couple losses in there, we're well over. So I'm going to go with the over. Wait, is my math completely off? No, that's right. Wait. Yeah. 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 yeah Within the right. group. Yeah. 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 Okay. Cool. All right. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. I think I. I, I think I'm going to take the over as well. I'm more worried about like what it looks like to play a team away at a crappy stadium with no atmosphere with one of those other four teams when it's just like, like that's a complete unknown. Like, what do you do if you end up at Lucas Oil yeah. for a game like that? It's just like that's just a grind at this point with the way things are. I'm not excited about a game like that, and I'm. Like, can we win it? Sure. But yeah. I have a little more doubts about that than going down to play in Loudoun, right? Like, yeah. we should take games in Loudoun and in Hartford. Did you guys see, just real quick, I think it was the Bundesliga that they filled the stands, like, old Tecmo Super Bowl style with, like, pixelated mm-hmm. fans and pumped-in crowd noise. And, and mm-hmm. I mean, it, was, it wasn't real soccer, but it was, like, passable. It was better than empty stands. So Some, yeah. some team did, like... Like, you could, like, buy a printout, and they put it in the stands. And so people were, like, doing all sorts of crazy things and, like, like Toffee's looking for ideas. things, right? Yeah, yeah. Like, so, I mean, it was something, right? Like, it gave the players, I think, something like, hey, our fans are still bought into this. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, my second question, yeah. or to follow up on this. Josh is like, enough uh, of this nonsense. Let's get nah, to that. I don't care. Stuff. I don't care. <laughs> Here's the thing. What... I've been thinking about this, and I don't know how I would feel. I'm pretty sure upset and not at all excited, but I'm saying that now. But uh, if we won all this, would you be happy? Like, if, like, this is the season the Hounds go to the top and they win the championship, like, uh, like I don't know, man. Like, it feels kind of like, yay, but at the same time, really, this if, season? If the final is held at Highmark Stadium but nobody can go? Right? Like, oh, my God. <laughs> I don't want this to be our, oh. our championship. I don't want it. <laughs> but at the same time, I'm not going to be like, no, don't win. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, I don't even know how to feel about this. I feel like... But, so is that a question of, like, focus for the season for Lily, right? Like, like is his goal to go out and win it all, or is goal Every to, season, says, that's his goal. That's every, or is his goal, goal to say, how do I maximize this for the benefit of building the team long term? No, I mean you, you do both. You, you say both, yeah. and like yeah. honestly, every year you're looking to win the whole thing. So like obviously yeah. he's gonna be looking to win the whole yeah. thing. I'm trying to I'm trying to justify how yeah, I. Can... I know it's just so weird <laughs> to think this though, right? It's like right. I. Uh, Josh, why'd you ask that question? Uh, uh, <laughs> I feel like how do you I feel, feel like that would be the most Riverhounds thing though, right? Like all of these years. <laughs> to like be battling and like finally start getting it right and then like we had the whole era where it was like backslide and now it's building back up again starting to get some cred in the city and it's gonna blow up and like nobody can go yeah it's gonna be like the the championship we have is the asterisk yeah it'll be the half star over the crest uh i don't uh, (laughs) half star on the crest it's a terrible thought and i'm sorry but it was on my mind and i just couldn't get it out of my head uh so you all have to deal with this too let that germinate in there oh man i i thought i liked you josh (laughs) end on that (laughs) <laughs> quick we need something like peppy to like bring us back what, what should we talk about um <laughs> hey how about liverpool oh, okay. oh way to go <laughs> <made it> worse. <laughs> uh, 
tried. Oh, I guess on that oh, note. Man. Look, here's the thing. Obviously, like we said, a ton of this is going to be changing. Um, you know, I sort of apologize, not really apologize. I've not really been on social media throughout all of this. I've been sort of off doing my own thing, just trying to keep my head straight. I keep saying I'm not depressed, but everything I say like makes it sound like, oh, no, you're depressed. I'm, I'm fine. I swear to God. Um, but uh, as soon as we start to know anything, here's the thing. Hold on real quick. Uh, anything that we sort of tweet out, most people already know because you're following the team anyway. So, like, we're not giving you anything new here. If we have interviews or things like that, we will more than or if we have any inside information, we will happily share it with you and you will be the first to know. Um, but. Keep your eye out for any news. Um, I know the team is itching to get started. Uh, they're itching to have us have players and coaches on, and we are itching to talk to them. The thing is, we don't want to talk to them with nothing to talk about. I mean, it's a lot of, like, what have you guys been up to? Uh, what have you been up to? I don't know. So, like, we want to know about how training's going. We want to know how, how they're preparing for the season once there is a season. So, um, all of that will start ramping up again very soon, as soon as we know more. Uh, so, definitely keep your ear to the ground. Look for more info on the season. Um, because I think one way or another, like I said, I think this all comes back full circle. Whether you realize it or not, you've been missing soccer in some regard. And so um, I think just being able to watch it in whatever form it may be, being able to you know, watch Robbie Mertz on the field again or Kenny Forbes on the field again doing their thing, um, it's, it's going to be worth the wait. So hang in there, and uh, whenever we do play, it'll it'll definitely be worth it. Um, guys, I think that's it for this one. You good? Everybody good? Thumbs up? Good, good? good. Yeah, sure. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> you, you keep being a grump in your corner. And, uh, yeah, we're going to go from there. Thanks to everybody for listening and uh, sticking with us throughout all of this. And thanks to our sponsor, Roughneck Scarves, official scarf supplier to USL, MLS, and US Soccer. Get custom scarves for your group or team at roughneckscarves.com. Roughneck are now selling uh, face masks and uh, gaiters, which I personally, I don't have, like, I have a face mask, but I have, like, the little gaiter that you pull up over your face, which I love. So I might look into getting some Mongols gaiters. So if you're interested in that, let us know. Uh, tired of the same old uniforms and cookie cutter templates from Nike or Adidas? Looking for a unique, completely custom kit for your youth club, Sunday league squad, adult or even pro team? Icarus FC can help you create the kit of your dreams at an affordable price. Let them help you design your new custom kit today at IcarusFC.com. Looking for more great USL news? As always, head over to BGN.FM. As we mentioned, Hugh has been posting a ton of stuff. There have been a bunch of amazing player profile articles that Carson's been putting together. Just go check it out if you've been missing soccer you have not been reading bgn because they have been all over it um if you're a fan uh you know head over to patreon um we're sort of looking at some different things going on over there uh you can get the link just by going to mongols.com click on become a supporter go from there otherwise um thanks everybody we'll talk to you very very soon later yeah